0: Hi, guys, and welcome to the Spring and Equestrian podcast. My name's Jess. I'm a professional writer and trainer in Ontario, Canada, and I hope you're having a great day. I'm excited to bring you guys season three. Don't forget to subscribe and comment, as it helps people like you find the podcast. But without further ado, I hope you enjoy this episode. Hey guys. And welcome back to the podcast. Happy Monday. I hope you had a great week and Valentine's day this weekend. Um, and if you're listening to this, I've also launched my cozy collection on the spring and website. So make sure to go and check it out. I have worked so hard on it and I'm really excited for you guys to see all the designs. And today, Monday, the 15th is the last day uh, for any of my subscribers to get 10% off. There's a discount code. It's V-Day pre-launch and you can use it to get 10% off your order. Uh, I was going to jump on here today and talk about some of my favorite exercises for core stability, which I know is kind of annoying. Some, I guess if you're me, because I really don't like working out. I don't like doing exercises. I've just never been a person who's really into it. I'm very uh, like, uh, I'm busy with doing all sorts of physical things all the time. And I just don't feel like going to the gym or going to work out after I get home from riding all day. And it took me a long time to realize how detrimental that was to my body. Um, If you guys are part of Uh, my crew or my clients, you guys know that uh, last year, no, I guess it's, oh, geez, 2019. It's already 2021. Uh, 2019, my body just completely broke down on me. And that was due to the fact that I was pushing it way too hard, but also doing only one thing over and over and over. And that was riding a whole lot, like a lot and riding some difficult horses and not focusing on the strength or not focusing on strengthening different areas of my body that weren't getting uh, built up. And in fact, it caused a lot of injuries. So I had compiling injuries all 2019 to a point where I think after Champs 2019, I just completely fell apart and I was in and out of the hospital for months and it was a whole thing. So I learned a lot. I'm still recovering to this day, I deal with chronic pain, um, and most of that has to do with my back at this point. Thankfully, it's not full body pain anymore, Um, but that being said, I definitely gathered a lot of information, and it took me a while to really jump on the, the working out wagon, because it was just so hard to even think about doing that when I was dealing with so much pain. Um... And I had a lot of different opinions from physiotherapists and chiropractors and osteopaths and naturopaths and doctors and all sorts of people that I went to consistently. Um, But the one that really stuck with me was about my posture. And this was from one of my osteopaths. I, you know, you get to a point where you're kind of hopeless when you're going through something, an injury that has lasted for, you know, almost two years at this point, um, and they mentioned that you know the way that my body actually was in posture just off of the horse was kind of like i was permanently on a horse and i noticed how drastic it was when they asked me to do simple exercises like lift my hands above my head lean back like that i couldn't even lift my hands above my head i was in this like rocking c-shaped position and my My stomach muscles and my chest and all of those areas were super tight. My back and my vertebrae and my spine were hyperextended because of the way that I was riding Um, and of course just compensating because of injuries. And um, I learned about spine neutrality and how I'm actually supposed to be sitting straight and I learned about how that affects the functionality of my back and my body and all of the things that are affected when your back is out of whack, like my whole digestive system, for instance, and my gut health was deeply, deeply impacted by the way that my back muscles were formed and functioning. Um, So this, you know, I could talk about this for hours, but this is a really short little podcast I want to do for you guys. And I want to share some of the exercises for core stability that I find are really easy to throw in during the day. Um, Because like I said, I know some of you are like me and others are really into exercise and working out and good on you. I need to figure out a way to like force myself to make it such a habit that I actually want to do it. But right now... I'm still not there. Um, it's definitely been a New Year's resolution for me to commit to it more. So I've been implementing some of these exercises, and I just wanted to give them to you guys so that if you do have time in your day and you're not into like a full-blown workout, you can actually work on some stuff that will help you with your riding. Because one of the things that I noticed in translation from being out of the tack versus in the tack is the huge difference in my equitation. Um, I can look back at videos and it doesn't it's not even recognizable to me and I can see where I was compensating. I can see where my back was all out of whack and the way that I was carrying my shoulders, even the way I was carrying my head and my arms and all of that. So this has made core stability has made a huge difference in the way that I even ride the horse and the way that I look when I ride the horse, which I really like and also of course how You know my longevity as a rider, which was a huge concern for me because, of course, after all of this happened, I was told I couldn't ride anymore. Um, And that was just a non-negotiable for me. So I had to learn how to do it in a more functional way, how to incorporate proper posture into my riding because it was to a point where I was in so much excruciating pain. I couldn't ride if I couldn't figure this out. And at the end of the day, it's actually – working out has helped with my chronic pain levels a lot. To this day, I'm still battling it, but I <laughs> never thought that I would say it out loud, but it it substantially has changed my pain levels. So, um anyways, I'll give you the rundown. The first thing is simple lifts. Like you don't have to go out and get workout equipment to do something like this. These can be bar lifts, but like object lifts, weight lifts, pretend lifts without anything in your hands to practice form. Um, You can look this up anywhere about how you're supposed to actually properly lift something without bending your spine um, and bending your knees instead. And one of the things we always tend to overlook is the way that we do things like this on a day-to-day basis. And um, I think that if you can kind of keep your feet approximately hip width apart and keep your chest tall, and find a neutral spine position. This can be really handy. Um, you should always be lifting towards the center of your gravity and bend your knees to lift instead of your spine. And I just find things all over the place to lift if I if I want to work on this. Um, and even just having some little five-pound weights in my hands really help too. And then the other thing, of course, which <laughs> I don't find very fun, but it is super good for core, is plank holds. So, you know, you place your hands underneath your shoulders on the ground, And, um, if you're, I have really weak wrists for some reason, I just, I can't even explain how weak they are, but, um, so sometimes I will do this on my elbows and forearms instead. And then you want to, of course, hold your body up off the ground with your toes on the ground as well. Um, and keeping your body straight from heels to head without letting your spine collapse. Um, whenever I'm doing any exercises where I'm trying to engage my core, it's always important to feel like. I'm pushing out with my lower back, which is a funky feeling. Um, but like I said, you guys can kind of look this up to get more detail, but that's a good one. And my, <laughs> I actually really like this next one, which is the Superman. I, I mean, we used to do this in elementary gym class. I hope that you guys know what I'm talking about, but it's where you lie flat on your stomach and you lift your head, your arms and feet off the ground, and then you engage your lower back and you hold that for as long as you can or for 10 seconds and repeat it, whatever works for you. But that one… I couldn't even do because I was so um, kind of backwards with my body for a long time. So I really worked hard on that. And the other way you can flip it around if it's a little bit easier is if you have an exercise ball, ball, you can lay on your back on the exercise ball and just roll around and let yourself kind of get stretched out that way. Um, The other one is the uh, full body curl. So that's where you're lying flat on your back. And then you bend your knees up with your feet flat on the floor. And then, um, you kind of lift your head and shoulders up towards your knees. And as you extend back, extend your legs straight out towards the floor, but don't let them touch. So it's like a sit up, but you're going to keep your feet off of the ground and stretch them out when you come down with your head and shoulders and crunch them back up towards your chin when you come up to do the sit up. So, um, Again, you can look it up for for better reference, but it's like a sit-up, except you're moving your legs out and back up towards your chin when you um, lift back up for that sit-up. And then another good one is um, the butterfly sit-up. So if you place the bottoms, it's exactly like a normal sit-up, but I found that this um, kind of – I have really tight hip flexors. And that has created so many problems for me in my back. And I think as riders, we probably all do. Um, and so instead of doing a normal sit-up, I actually like to kind of place the bottoms of my feet together and keep my knees pointed out like you're doing like that butterfly stretch and do um, sit-ups that way. It's really – it's hard. It takes some practice, but it also takes away um, – Your body's ability to to supplement with your hip flexor muscle you have to use your core muscles so it's a good way to not cheat and i would take it easy with those it takes a little bit of practice um and another another one that i like but i don't do as often is like the wheelbarrow so if you have a mat or two claws or anything that will slide around on the floor you can do this exercise you start on your knees and with your knees in a secure area um, and with your both Sorry. And with both your hands, you have something that will like slide out in front of you. So like a, whatever you have a rag or something and push your hands along the floor in front of you as far as you can reach, hold that, and then slide all the way back. So you're basically like using your core to push out away from you and keeping your, your knees in a secure space and then sliding those hands forward and then using your core muscles to bring everything back. Worst case scenario, fall on, your, fall on your face, but your hands are in front of you, so you should be fine. That's a really good one for engaging your core, as long as you're paying attention to the muscles that you're using. Um, there's another one that's killer, but I do it all the time because I really think it's helpful, is the the hip dip. It's great for balance, and it's good for proper muscle engagement. It's done in a plank on your elbows, forearms, and on your toes, so a normal plank position um, – on your your forearms and your elbows slowly you want to hold a neutral spine position so you want to keep that spine nice and straight and then you without letting your body bend you rotate one hip down towards the floor and then go back up to normal position and then rotate the next hip down towards the floor and back to normal position sometimes this can kill you <laughs> if you haven't done it a lot before um so you have to be careful Like the plank is more than enough for you. Don't be doing the hip dips. They can be killer. Um, But I think that's – that really tests the different sides of your body. And I – when I'm doing these exercises, I like to try and pay attention to any areas where I feel like I'm extremely weak on one side or that I'm struggling or there's, of course, pain. You don't want to be creating any pain. But those are kind of my go-tos for incorporating into certain workouts um, to really engage those core muscles. And (laughs) – you know the and i had this conversation with um a couple of people actually who did the horse in mind program because you know as riders there has there is a certain type of athleticism that comes with riding whatever shape you are you have to be athletic in some way and um you're conditioned at least in terms of cardio too to be able to go and ride around on your horse so at times, and this coming from a person who is very stubborn and thinking that I had a really strong core because I rode so many horses and I have done this my entire life and I'm, you know, I'm fit and I'm lifting things and whatever I'm doing, um, it's, it's easy to think that you have those kinds of muscles. But when you do certain exercises like this, it can be really enlightening. Um, you know, your body really compensates for you and figures out ways to do things. And when we ride, we use the same muscles over and over, just like when you perform something else that where you're doing the same motions over and over. So you build up all sorts of muscles in your body that are used for riding. But if you're not building up the other ones that we really need for posture, equitation, stability, balance, uh, and strength overall, Just the general effectiveness of your ride can be severely changed if you really work on kind of yourself in a holistic sense opposed to just the things you need for functionally riding Um, because there's functionality and then there's – for like physically creating and doing a task on a horse, but then there's also longevity and how your body is going to manage and how it's going to recover and all of those things. So. Never thought I'd be on here preaching exercise, but here I am. I've learned so many lessons and um, I'm still not very good at it. I'm working on it and I am 100% sure it helps and that it has really changed a lot of things for me, specifically my equitation and also my pain levels. So that means that it's doing something to help support my spine when I am riding. So I definitely want to keep up with it. Um, I think I have these in written form somewhere um so if you guys want a copy let me know and yeah I, thank you so much for all your support for my launch of the cozy collection this weekend i really appreciate everyone being so supportive if you hadn't had a chance to check it out it's on my website springnac.com and there's a shop area where you can go look at it all and um but yeah you guys have an excellent week i will be on next monday again i'm sorry that this is a little late i will uh, Um, definitely be on time next week. But you guys take care and I will talk to you soon. If you are still here and you're listening, I have a surprise for you. If you are listening to this and you have missed the um, discount code for the cozy collection, I can give you your own discount code. Just message me and let me know you heard this on the podcast and I will happily send you a different code for you to get a special percentage off of your order on the spring and website. So I hope that you guys enjoyed these core stabilizing exercises and let me know what you thought because I can always come up with different arrangements for you guys if you're interested in rider exercises. Um, But anyways, have a great day and I'll see you guys soon.